You're listening to KZOM, Oleander Public Radio. Hey everyone, it's me, D.B. Spitzer, and uh, my buddy over here, Farmer Dave. Dave, how's it going? I am well. He said it, he said it. Yeah, hey, uh, I don't know if you saw or not, but there is a I Am Well t-shirt now. I saw, but tell us all about it, please, DB, for people who want to rush out and buy an I Am Well t-shirt. Well, okay, I, I generally don't like to show my own stuff, that's why, you know, yeah, so uh, you never hear about my, my projects, except for the, the podcast itself. But yeah, no, if you go to PGTTCM, that's P for Paul, uh, I forgot what the letters are, PGTTCM. Uh, dot com and look for the shop and that's where you'll find all the t-shirts, all the merch all the gallery, all the episodes everything, but if you go to the shop uh, you're going to find the I Am Well shirt and, and, that, and that's P like people G like guy T like two T like the C like Cthulhu M like mythos yeah, that that that. Thank you. That that actually worked. All right. So yeah, no. Uh, we've got the I am well shirt. I also put up a Sathagwa shirt and uh, a t uh, t shirt for Articulate Warbling, one of the uh, podcasts that I work on. Besides this one, and one of uh, our sister podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Our our, uh, our podcast from uh, over over the pond, or I, I can't remember what what the term is, but. Yeah, across the pond. Right over the pond. Over the pond. Yeah, no. Uh, Zach and Laura, they they watch a lot more superhero movies than I do. I've I've just found out by talking to Dave in uh, pre-show. But yeah, so welcome to Radio Free Oleander, eleven thirty a.m. KZOM. Uh, you just heard a block of Paul McCartney, and. Man, what a great, what a great... Do you have a favorite Beatle there, uh, Dave? You know, I, I think that was a clan, as sort of a group, but here I'm going to sort of date myself. Sure. My favorite joke when I was, like, in college uh-huh. was, did you know Paul McCartney was in another band before he was in Wings? <laughs> and, and so, so, you know, there was this girl that I wanted to impress, and I wanted her to think that I was funny. Mm-hmm. So I said that. She looks me right in the eyes and says, what is wings? <laughs> I feel old. Oh, man. <sighs> yes. Yes, wings. I do, I, I, I'm do. i old enough to remember wings being a band, but I am not old enough to remember the Beatles being a band. But yeah, uh, I, I have to say Paul McCartney is my favorite Beatle because, you know, uh, when it comes to the four humors, Paul and I, we're both sanguine. We're both super, super cuties, and uh, we've both been uh, held up at knife point and had our master tape stolen, so, you know, that's... <laughs> I'm going to have to say I'm a Stu Sutcliffe kind of guy. Really? I was thinking you're more of a, uh, uh, oh man, I'm trying to remember his name, Jimmy Nichols, yeah, Jimmy Nichols, he covered for Ringo when they toured Australia. <laughs> yeah, well, me and Stu, Stu, we have a lot to, to, um... A lot in common. In Brain that hemorrhages? I will probably, too, die before I become famous. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
well, as long as none of us are Pete Best, we're all good. <laughs> that's true. All right, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's that's it for Beatles chat. Uh, join us next week for more Beatles chat. Uh, I've been your host, DB Spitzer. This has been Farmer Dave, and uh, up next is the Farmer Dave Farm Report. After that, we've got some traffic out by the. We're gonna talk with the mayor Cause the mayor says he wants to have a chat We're gonna talk with the mayor Cause the mayor says he knows where it's at Radio Free Oleander. I am your host, DB. Dave, didn't we do this part already? I thought we had, but it might be a time loop. Huh, that's weird. Okay. But you're well, right? I am well. Okay. Maybe uh, I am still well. Okay. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm recording from home, and I'm looking out the back window, and I can see, I can see... Uh, the graveyard is a field of white. At first I thought it snowed a lot, and then I realized the snow kind of moved a bit. So it's these, uh, it's these goats. It's these, yes. uh, an- Angora? Angora goats. I think so. I, I still have not seen them. Maybe I will drive out to the, the, uh, cemetery. Oh. When I wake up in the morning, and my field is full of non-Nubian goat scat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's thick as thieves with goats down here. I mean it's 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 uh it looks like a field of snow. Uh, cars are all uh having a problem moving around and unfortunately due to a town charter, uh just like how whoever owns the most goats is the mayor in case there's a mayor missing. Uh you're not allowed to kill goats either. I think that's 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 one way to keep people from being like, no, I'm the mayor. Look, all of his goats are. <laughs> I think you're right. So, yeah. so I've been talking to my friends Bjorn and Sven and Sven. Oh, how are they doing? Are, uh, you know, they're elders in the uh, the uh, Norwegian Orthodox Church. Sure, sure. And apparently, you know. St. Bluetooth, they have like an extra chapter in their Bible by uh-huh. St. Bluetooth uh, or Hardy Canute or one of those king prophets. And there's supposed to be some sort of curse of the goat, you know, sort of like locust coming down as a sign to the end of the world. They're, they're all freaking out because they think that the, the world's going to end. It's a sign of the revelations. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I was just thinking um, maybe, you know, Oleander could shear them all and then we could all like have like a, a, a mill 
that did ang ang Angora, but that's a lot more troubling. <laughs> it probably is, but yeah, we, they could use the old abandoned uh, windmill, yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I guess that the roofs are the same. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was thinking the, the old the old abandoned shoe factory over by the elementary school that the kids like to play in so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can't even... We can't, you know, and, and again, I, I haven't seen the goats, but I know they're there because they're footprints and they're poops all over my property. But you know, we can't even call the cops to take care of them because most of our voluntary police department has left. Good riddance. Well, yeah. Um, so, um, for those of you not aware, Oklahoma has announced that you can buy tickets to hunt Bigfoot. So half of our police department has gone on a Bigfoot safari. Uh, now, where's the place that uh, you can't hunt Bigfoot? That's the, in Washington. That's like Skymania County? It's the whole... So I actually looked it up. Uh-huh. I think that was the first county, but it's the entire state now. It's the state... Oh, wow. You cannot, you cannot hunt Sasquatch. You hear that? Clark County can't hunt Sasquatch anymore. Clark County... Yeah, it's sort of the whole state's a, a Bigfoot uh, uh, reserve. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's uh, that's nice. That's nice. So, so, so I suspect that we're going to be driving down the road, and we're going to be seeing a whole lot of Bigfoots hitchhiking from Oklahoma to Washington. You're listening to KZOM. We're returning to Radio Free Oleander. This is the Farmer Dave Show, and we have a very special uh, guest, Greg Boquin. Now, you're the Chief Visionary Officer of Sierra Nova Comics, right? Yep. Excellent. So, when I heard that, you know, and I heard that you, you know, Sierra Comics and that you were the Chief Visionary Officer, I'm so hoping that you're the Staff Psychic. <laughs> so, so for those of us who, who don't know what a chief visionary officer is what do you do uh besides writing all the comics right now um i'm like the person that has like the vision for the whole company so yeah it's basically what it is <laughs> so you're you're kind of what's the best way um you're, you're like you're like the comics shepherd. You get everything in the right direction. Yeah, because it's just our comics, uh, mine and Dylan's right now. Like I wrote this whole entire story, and then I just coming out with comics left and right. Excellent. So, what are what are some of the titles that you have? Uh, one that's out that people could buy is Ink. Um, that's our tattoo artist character. That actually went over very well compared to what I thought was going to happen. Because he's not technically a main character. Well, he's a main character, but he's not, like, the focus of the entire universe. And a lot of people liked it, so I guess we have to make a second one. <laughs> a, a supporting character that people really flock to. Yeah. Um, the main flagship title is what we're uh, releasing this year, finally. Uh, we released it 
last year or the year before but um the original artist i had did not completely follow the script he left out pages and after we printed it I, I just was not happy with it so some pe- people that read it liked it and they've told me that but i honestly didn't so we, for, for lack of a better word it, it wasn't your vision yeah so um i had it remastered with a different artist and just art team in general and now it looks like it's way better and issues one and two are coming out issue one is 20 something more pages than the original oh, nice yeah it's it's long <laughs> it, it, it's almost like a semi-graphic novel yep yeah because of the original full story of the flagship title was over 1200 pages that i've written and then i had to break that up mm. yeah you know and, and that's really cool but i get why people would flock to ink that whole sort of tribal magic tattoo thing i think that's just an amazing well of for storytelling yeah i like the character it's just um i didn't know how like well it was gonna go and then people were saying oh it's got like this horror vibe which that made me happy because i wasn't even trying to do that but now i'm going i'm leaning into that because people said that so the second issue i already wrote it's just got to be edited so so do you use the like the the marvel way where like stanley would write it put everything and then get it to a, a collaborative artist um yes like we technically did it the marvel like the actual marvel way the first time around and i didn't like it that way just because like um actually no we did that with ink so with ink i wrote the script and then we kind of threw the script out the window (laughs) and then um the my partner business partner uh dylan he took what we had in the script and took pieces from that script so it didn't completely throw it out and then we mostly changed it into like a narration kind of thing so it's mostly just inside his head from most of the comic uh the comic was short it's like 20 pages but um wait no yeah i think it was less than that and then um i think it was 12 and then uh it just shows like a little nightmare kind of scene which that was like one of my favorite things so far oh nice yeah. that's a, that's another one of my favorite tropes is you know the the dreamlands you know is the waking world real so, so you, you you're, you're striking on all sil- um, all cylinders right now with me yeah <laughs> i think you will have a lot of a lot of uh, appeal and, and who knows maybe in 30 years there'll be a podcast where they're talking about yeah we did it the sea or nova way <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> so, so um where can people listening here where can we get these and i actually have uh at least one that i believe is is being shipped to me now but where can where can people go to um to to get these comics uh we have a whole platform and everything which i can talk about in a sec but we don't have a physical web store yet of comics uh so if somebody wanted one they would have to like contact me and then I would like ship it. Um, I do have some ink comics still. I have like two or three of the first issue. I could also just print it again. Um, okay. 
I do have to uh, fix a lettering issue, so I have to get my letterer to fix one thing because of our whole world building thing. Uh, Japan doesn't exist in our world. I, a, a thing Ooh. like Japan exists, so I have to change that. But, yeah. Oh, well, that's just, yeah, no, that's really got me intrigued. And what the best way to maybe get this is to go onto Facebook, to, uh, the Sierra Nova page? Yeah, uh, yeah, you can go through our page, or you can literally, if you're somehow friends with me on Facebook, you could just message me, be like, I want ink, or whatever. <clears throat> and I'll be like, okay. Excellent. Excellent. So, I think it's fair enough for everybody to say, you know, 2020 was not that great a year. Even if you had some good things happening personally, it was kind of a bummer year. Yeah. And, and hopefully 2021 is going to be kind of a better year. What uh, maybe comic book or horror things are you uh, looking forward for 2021? Uh, kind of want to see Justice League. Uh, hopefully it's not as bad as the original version. The, the Snyder Cut? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it wasn't as like I, I, everybody has their opinion. But that I don't. I didn't think it was like the worst thing ever. I actually like usually when I watch a movie, I, I don't critique it that much. But maybe being a writer, I start to like realize things could be better. I've yeah. started noticing that. And the movie Birds of Prey, I I didn't like. I I actually rented to watch it on YouTube like months ago. Yeah. And I just I didn't like it, and I love Harley Quinn. It's just yeah. I think there's a possibility. I think Birds of Prey two might redeem itself. Yeah, maybe. Wait, isn't somebody else doing it too? So yeah, so they've got a new director uh, and and the cast and yeah. between you and me, it's got Polka Dot Man. Oh know? yeah. <laughs> How can you go wrong with Polka Dot Man? In yeah. reality, I'm kind of hoping his head gets blown up in the first. 30 seconds but you know and I'll tell you one of my favorite comic book forms is the espionage comic uh, I, I love if I had a choice that they make anything I would love to make uh, uh, Greg Rucka's uh, Queen and Country into a, a, a miniseries but I'm because I love espionage so much uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still holding out for Black Widow yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, where's that? That was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I, I don't care if I have to year. watch it on TV. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna pay through Disney Plus to watch it. Like, I didn't pay to watch. I have not even watched Mulan yet. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna pay thirty dollars to watch that movie. Um, but espionage. I'm not making one, but I know of a comic creator that is making an espionage. Uh, comic and it's coming out on Kickstarter February first. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, maybe you maybe you can give them uh, our information. Maybe we'll interview them. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I love espionage. Uh, you know, uh, even, even things like Agents of Shield. I just I just love comics and spies, especially like I said, uh, especially if Ruka is going to do it. But almost anything. Yeah. Um, 
there's actually a spy comic that's on our platform that is not ours it's uh another creator's comic called codename hunter and it's pretty good for what i read. I, I guarantee you that i will be ordering it before the end of the night i love i love espionage comics that much um so where where would you like and i realize we're all getting so limited by this stupid reality, but where would you like to see uh, uh, Sierra Nova uh, go this year? Um, I would like our video game to actually succeed. <laughs> uh, awesome. We're coming out this thing that's been like in the works since like 2018, I think. Um, we've been slowly figuring out like the whole process of like what we wanted so my friend scott makes video games but this is the first like big 3d thing that he's tried so far and he's doing it all by himself so oh wow yeah uh, but i'm actually learning blender and unity to try to help him so he doesn't have to do like everything and then i'm also hoping we can get money so I can actually start like hiring somebody to help us with that as well. Um, the video game is going to be on Kickstarter, and then all the Kickstarter backers are going to go over to our platform because that's the only way you can play that video game is you'll have to go through our website to play the video game. Um, oh, so all the Kickstarter backers will be able to like get it I don't, I don't know how that whole thing will be set up yet. I don't know if the backers are going to get it for free. I feel like they should because they'd be paying for it ahead of time. Um, but, yeah, I have all the missions written everything. It's just he's slowly building it. Can, can we know at least what the, the, the theme and the genre? I understand you want to keep some stuff secret, but what, what type of, of style is it going to be? Uh, it's like MMO... RPG and it's like uh, GTA and The Sims put together, but like with our comic book universe and the video oh, game. Man. And the video game acts as the background stories to our comics. So if you read our comics and play the video game, you'll be like super involved in everything. If you just read our comics and don't play the video game, that doesn't matter. If you just play the video game, you be kind of part of the universe without like reading the comics yeah so the comics you know not only a plus but it's almost maybe like a, a cheap book yeah exactly because the game is what happens in the game going to influence the what happens in the comic books yeah vice versa so um oh wow yeah we're like super into world building so <laughs> i could talk about this for like forever um so there's a character that's in our first issue and then he won't show up probably until his comic that I have planned. Uh, he's a serial killer and he, yeah. So, and he is not like, I, I don't want to give away his name. Uh, he's in the first issue and then you don't see him again. Probably won't be in any more comics like of like the seer chronicles. Um, but he is going to have his own, like, one-shot comic that I already, like, technically wrote. I didn't, like, completely finish it yet. I don't think so. Um, and then after that, his 
whole thing might end either in the video game or in the comic. I don't know yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I grew up in, in, you know, 80s, 90s, um, 70s. I don't want to say how old exactly I am. But, you know, this is like when we were kids, you know, we'd read comics or something, see a movie, and we would, you know, we would play it, right? We'd go out of the park and, you know, and Joe would be Luke Skywalker and I would be Chewbacca or whatever. But now we've got all these wonderful mediums. We can take something like your comics and it's not just the kids in the park. It's the world. You yeah. know, we're sharing it with the world. It's just amazing. Yeah. So, um... We're about run out of time, but I really appreciate you being a guest, and definitely want to have you as things start releasing stuff, have you on more often. But uh, what? Uh, anything else you want? Maybe want to share or any new things coming out? Uh, just waiting on my art teams to finish our three or four comics. I think it's four. Yeah. So we have our horror anthology that's finally coming out. Um, it was funded on Kickstarter last year. It just it was taking a while to come out. Um, yeah. Then our new solo series, Scales, which I just posted a picture yesterday of like a panel. Um, I didn't want to show the whole page because it looks awesome, but just that one is pretty cool. Sure. Um, and then the Seer Chronicles 1 and 2 are also coming out. And then Ink 2 is a very like big possibility of coming out this year too. But that's gonna, But that's not going to be funded off of my paychecks because I pay my art teams through my own paychecks and I'm trying to stop doing that I'm trying to use this new feature that we have on our website called Nova Nation and um, if you just go to seernovacomics.com slash nova dash nation it's $5.99 a month you can cancel whenever if you want but it's like our Patreon without being on Patreon because we don't want to take like a hit from Patreon Um, no no middleman. Yeah, yeah. So we're just, we try doing it just ourselves. So we don't have anybody yet, but like we're actually coming out with like a full campaign um, around like March to uh, get Ink Two funded, so I don't have to pay mostly for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that just sounds great, and like I said, hope to have you on soon. Yeah. And now we are going to return to the weather report. And we're going to have, not Farmer Dave, but Pharmacist Dave is going to explain why that whole thing I talked about, fog being created by ghost pirates, is not actually scientifically based. Dave and DB on media, I haven't written a theme song yet. Dave and DB on media, I bet it's probably going to have guitars and going to rock your face off. Here's the show now. Hey, everyone. It's me, DB, and Farmer D- We already did this part, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, is it Groundhog Day already? Oh, no. We're recording this February 1st, so I think we're good. Um, okay. You know unless, what? I got an idea. Unless your clock is set to Greenwich Mean Time, which all the clocks in Oleander are. So well. technically, okay. Well, well, 
that's that's not the joke I was going for, but uh, I guess I guess Groundhog's Day. Yeah, no. Um, so okay, I have an idea. Instead of asking you if you're well, how about if we just skip to the third segment and I'll say, hey everyone, welcome to. D&D on media. You thought it was going to be D&D on D&D, but you didn't hear that cool metal song where Dave and I sing. So, it's D&D on media. So, Dave... In case, the, in case the audience is wondering, I am well. Congratulations. That's good to hear. So, let's see. Um, what have you been watching that I also have been watching, Dave? Besides the sheep? Besides the sheep. Sheep and the goats. The goat. No. I think one of the greatest meta TV shows ever made, mm-hmm. WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. I was uh, I was surprised. I, I normally uh, kind of don't like superhero stuff anymore. <laughs> not, 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 not that I think it's bad or anything like that. It's just every once in a while I catch like Thor Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy. I know, I'm a fake nerd. <laughs> yeah, you're just not big sci-fi. I mean, I'm a big, big, big uh, MCU fan. Oh, I know. I just, I just like to joke that I'm a fake nerd. But yeah, no, no. Um, I, I, I love Marvel comics uh, from when I was a kid. So I know a lot of like stuff from like timely comics era all the way up to about like the '90s, because you know that's how long I was a child. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's. I had to keep asking uh, my girlfriend questions while we were watching WandaVision in the most recent episode, which I don't think we should go too heavy into. I don't think we should spoil anything, of course. But uh, WandaVision, it involves uh, Wanda Maxoff, is that? Is that I'm, I'm, I'm terrible with, with names. Uh, yes, but, 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 but it, it has my favorite 1950s Marvel character on it. And who's that? That is Jimmy Woo. Oh, okay. So, so oh, he's the FBI guy. He's uh-huh. played by Randall Park. Yeah. So in the 1950s, um, Marvel had, or the Marvel adjacent title, had basically this yellow menace title called the Yellow Hand. It, or Yellow Claw, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. And it was basically a Fu Manchu ripoff. But the FBI agent that kept defeating the Yellow Claw uh-huh. was Jimmy Woo. And then about 15 years ago, uh-huh. uh, they brought it back, the Jimmy Woo character, and they, they teamed him with a bunch of other eight, uh, superheroes and agents that were in the 50s comics, like, um, oh, um, Mercenary gorilla, which was like a, uh, a gorilla, a guy, a mercenary in Africa was killed and his spirit was reincarnated into gorilla and Venus and, and a robot named uh, Uranus Man, I think, or Uranus Man. And, um, and it was called Agents of Atlas. Huh. Um, and so Jimmy Woo has always been one of my favorite characters. In fact, when he first came out, he was first in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. And. and and Randall, Randall Park's a really amazing actor, but he kind of played kind of this goof everybody guy. Uh-huh. And I didn't really like it at first because in the comics, Jimmy Woo, you know, he's he's basically taking on Marvel's version of Fu Manchu. He mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. 
he is James Bond yeah. of the fi- uh, of the fifties comics. But you know what? I'm I'm really kind of growing on that uh, version. Um, and um, yeah, I, I I kind of like what I, I like what they're doing with him. He's also, as far as I can tell, the first Marvel. Asian hero. He's not a superhero, but mm-hmm. as far as I know, he's the first Marvel Asian protagonist. Hmm. And then it has my other character. So, do you know who uh, Kat Dennings is? I'm terrible. Uh, is that oh, okay. a... Okay, so the, the chick that looks like like Darcy Stark. The one with the glasses. And oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. It's like... Game. I, 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 so, I, I'm so, so zoned out in that stuff. And, yeah, I, I, I know we're drone... And I know her minion, <laughs> her <Yeah>. brother. <laughs> so, 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 their Darcy, not our Darcy, uh-huh. um, was in Thor and Thor, not Ragnarok, but the other one with Doctor Who in it. Oh yeah, no, I only saw Thor Ragnarok. Okay, and so she she's the one she's the one that ran uh, Thor over with a, a van, okay. and then offered to give him mouth to mouth. All right. But um, yeah, so that's one of my favorite. I mean, I pay to watch Cat Denning, you know, uh, read a, a, a newspaper, but but uh, yeah, so those are two of my favorite characters, and then. And then, so, uh, so, uh, it has Monica Rambeau, Rambeau. Okay. So, did you see... Yes. Oh. I, I, I saw Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to ask you, did you see my keys? But I found uh, no. Okay. So, this is the daughter. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, this yeah. is the daughter grown up. But, in the comics, she was Photon. And she, for a time, was leader of the Avengers. Okay. But more importantly to me, uh-huh. she was the leader of Next Wave. Okay. And so Next Wave is this sort of hilarious, great, it only ran, too good, it only ran 12 episodes, comic that sort of makes fun of, but lovingly makes love to... DC superhero teams. Okay. So you got three of my favorite, you know, Marvel characters on screen at the same time. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. No. Um. I. I. Uh. There's something about. There's something about the first episodes where you notice something's going on, but you can't tell what's going on, and you don't know if they're aware of what's going on. And it just made me think of Patrick McGowan's The Prisoner uh, from the 60s. In case, very, very The Prisoner's vibe. Yeah, and, and, and then it's like, I love, like, I, I am, when it comes to television, television is my drug of choice. I have watched... I don't know how many hours of television at one point in time I just had to be like I can't watch television anymore I, everything is just ruined if, if, if I watch anything it's like oh there's 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 Chekhov's oil can something's gonna happen in that oil can and people are gonna think that he's a robot okay yep no alright I'm done <laughs> but uh yeah no 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 uh, and, oh man I t- but, but, but the uh, just basic uh, settings and 
like all the weird kind of like references to things that aren't in the Marvel universe that are referenced with the television shows, just like blatant, like kind of like the Bewitch House and you know then the Brady Bunch House <laughs> and like. Oh. Um, or, 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 or on the first episode, yes, it's the Ottoman that Dick Van Dyke yes. takes over. Yes, and Dick Van Dyke was brought in as a special advisor to that episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. And what I'm kind of amazed about is that Dick Van Dyke is still alive. I'm glad that Dick Van Dyke <laughs> yeah, exactly. is still alive. But I'm just like, wait a minute, Dick Van Dyke is still alive. I did not know that. But yeah, <laughs> and I'm just kind of amazed that it's like really good television it's like uh you know people would be like you you know breaking bad was really good television and uh six feet under is good television you know cable's doing this really great television this and it's like yeah but you know it's a i don't know it's like thankfully there's like more than just series of like action dramas or you know edgy dramas about people uh, yeah it's it's nice to see like fantasy stuff like game of thrones and uh marvel stuff that kind of goes off in like i don't know the the the, the kind of like weird marvel stuff like not not quite like what if marvel stuff but like the like I don't know stuff that involves the Scarlet Witch, like altering reality, and then you don't—you're trying to read what's going on, and you're like, "Oh, oh, no one knows what's going on because she's altered everything, and everyone thinks that that's what this is." And it's like, "Oh man, it's like what was it, House of M or something?" Yeah, yeah. So, so House of M is where she utters that famous statement, "No more mutants," and they drop down to like two hundred ninety something mutants. Uh huh. But yeah, so I think this is vaguely based on on that. Mm. Okay, and but, th- uh, there there was stuff happening at one point in time that I'm like, "What's going on?" And my girlfriend had to go, "Oh, did you see that one movie uh, where?" And I'm like, "Which? Okay, is it an Avengers movie?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Okay, I did not see it." <laughs> so, so absolutely, there is so many callbacks. Yeah. So. So like, um, like the toast. Did he say in the first one the commercial with the toaster? It goes beep 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 beep. Mm-hmm. That's the same sound that the bomb, the Stark bomb that hits the Macamoss house makes. Okay. So oh, there's so many callbacks. And, and I saw the reference to like I was like oh that's that's Hydra, that's Hydra. <laughs> which in this version, in this version, in. Uh, Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. their their powers are increased and brought into by Hydra. Okay, they're recruited by Hydra. So, can, can, fan theory. Uh, uh, what's that? Fan theory. Yeah. So you notice that it's the same actress and actor in all the commercials. Uh huh. They think that that was uh, what her parents look like. Oh, okay. All right. Because the uh, next thing I was going to ask you is like. So, because Sony has X-Men, Magneto's not her dad. (laughs) So, so, yeah, so so we get this sort of tragic uh, backstory for her. So, so, Thor is killed Mm -hmm. in in Ultra. Sorry, guys, spoilers, but what, it's a five-year-old movie here? Uh Uh-huh. And, um... Um, so they're recruited 
uh, by Hydra, and mm-hmm. they're, they're the, and they can, they can use mutants, so they call them the miracles. Gotcha. So they can use, and, and what happened is that, like during a civil war, uh-huh. parents are killed, and she'll, she and Pietro are basically stuck in a house, and a stark bomb flies in, and, and they think any moment blow up and kill them mm-hmm. and so you know that's why they hate Tony Stark gotcha and, and she kind of mind warps Tony so you know in all the other movies where he's obsessed because he sees the vision of everybody being dead uh-huh. she's the one that gave him that ah, I okay. mean she's, he's, he got part of it when he went too far into space but she really increased it too huh. and so so yeah so um then there's that famous scene where she's with Hawkeye. You know, he goes, "If you go, if you go out this door, you're an Avenger." That's how she got recruited to Avengers. Gotcha. Okay, I have a question for you. What's the difference between comic book Vision and Marvel Cinematic Universe Vision? So, uh, okay, so let me tell you the the cinematic, and you probably know more about the Marvel comic book version. Oh, I, I, I don't know so, much about the Avengers. I was more of an X-Men, X-Factor, X-Caliber, X-Series kind of, and like Alpha Flight, and kind of anything that was kind of like X-Men adjacent, or like, I like Daredevil, or stuff like that. But yeah, I never really got into the Avengers. I knew who the Avengers were, because they'd always pop into other comic books, but... That's true, and, and and they kept taking the members like Spider Man and oh, yeah. Wolverine. Yeah, but to, so to get people to the original go to Iron Man. <laughs> so in the original Iron Man, uh-huh. there's a Tony creates an AI called Jarvis. Okay. So instead of being the uh, Avengers uh, Butler uh-huh. or Tony's Butler, we find out he based it on Jarvis, his dad's Butler. Gotcha. And so, one of the stones, I think the the mind stone, mm-hmm. um, well, basically Jarvis is fighting Ultron, and he gets a body that a synthetic body that Ultron had. Okay. Uh, was going to be made for him, and it's combined with the um, the mind stone, and okay. then, of course, um, in uh, uh, Infinity War, it gets ripped out by Wanda, mm-hmm. and it's still, it, it, um, and still, you know, the, it, it gets to uh, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that's sort of that's Vision One Hundred One uh, in, um, you know, in the MCU. Gotcha. And, and it has been pay, played by uh, the voice of uh, to the. By uh, uh, Paul Bentley, uh-huh. who did you see Solo? Yes, yes, I did. The Star Wars TV uh-huh. shows, the Star Wars movie Solo. Yeah, he's the he's the crime boss. Okay, but he also he also plays the original Jarvis, his dad's butler, in the TV show um, Peggy Carter. Okay, and makes a couple of appearances when. Uh, when Tony goes through time, he sees his dad. Uh-huh. That's Jarvis with him. It's the same actor. Huh. Well, that's cool. Wow, that's, that's a lot more than I thought that the MCU was doing. 
Yeah, no, they they are really doing good about meta. Wow. And um, DC speculation. Want to hear some speculation? <laughs> yeah, go for it. So, so people may want to turn it off or turn it down, but. Okay, so you saw the guy, the sword agent in the beekeeper suit, uh-huh. or it was a uh, like a hazmat suit, and uh-huh. it turned into a beekeeper suit. Yeah, his last name was Frank Agent Franklin. What famous, what fa- um, uh, uh, so that, that a lot of them think that the Franklin uh-huh. is going to be in um, oh uh, the Fantastic. Okay. They're thinking that this might lead up to Fantastic Four. Huh. Cool. So are 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 they redoing the Fantastic Four for the MCU or or is has the Fantastic yeah, Four they, they, been part of a release date about three years down. Okay. Okay. So like the Fantastic Four stuff that came, what's that? That whole sword base uh-huh. where they the that looks like a they think that's where they they're operating out. Okay. And it's sort of like, oh yeah, they've always been here. You just haven't seen them. Gotcha. Okay, so the Fantastic Four movies that came out a couple years back, those don't count. Correct. Okay, cool. Just like the Hulk movies that came out a couple years ago don't count. It's like anything before Iron Man doesn't count. <laughs> So that's kind of so. So Iron Man is like sort of ground zero. Okay. But Disney spent money on the Hulk movie before, uh-huh, so uh-huh. that's kind of yes, kind of no. Gotcha. Uh, so you get some of the characters, uh-huh, uh-huh. like um, uh, the oh Thunderbolt Ross. Uh-huh. He is also he was in that original or the second Hulk movie. Okay. Same actor is in. Um, Civil War, yeah. and is going to be in the Black Widow. So that, so that Hulk movie is kind of gray area. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I just have to say, I was I was really happy that they cast Samuel L. Jackson as. Uh, oh, why am I having such a mind melt right now? Why, <laughs> uh, Nick Fury? I, I was so glad they cast Sam Jackson as Nick Fury because I didn't want them to be like, well. David Hasselhoff did it in the nineties. <laughs> so, so, so there's a, there's there's an urban legend that's probably not true. Uh huh. But the African American shaved head looks like um, Samuel Jackson. That comes from uh, the the Ultimate Universe. Okay. So that's where that character came from. And the story is, I think it was Bendis who created it. Mm-hmm. Is that Samuel Jackson said? You can use my appearance as long as I get to be in any movie he's played in. Oh, cool. That probably is probably an urban legend. I don't know. That sounds but kind of like... It because he's such a popular kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and if, it, if it was true, it would have been, I get to be in any Evan movie. But, yeah, no, no. I but, mean, it doesn't sound too far off from like, yeah, I'll be in your, your movie as long as I get a purple lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and so the retconned it kind of in the, um, um, in the, um, oh, uh, in the Marvel Universe, uh-huh. is, so it's, uh, that's the Nick Fury Jr. 
Oh. So you have the original World War II Howling Commando. Yeah, yeah. But he has a son who's, a, who's part African-American. Okay. Interesting. But, but so that's in the, the 616 universe. Yeah. So Samuel L. Jackson could be David Hasselhoff's son. <laughs> Mind blown. So does that mean that Dolph Lundgren may or may not be the Punisher still? <laughs> so, so, so again, um, they're they're thinking about it actually. I mean, part of it is saying, "Hey, we just need to retire this character." This character. Oh yeah. Who, um, so I don't know if you know this, but I'm full of trivia. But the Punisher character came out in the '70s. Mm-hmm. Was actually based on a series of books, uh, based on a character named uh, Max Boland. Okay who were basically the same story of the Punisher, where he he's a Korean-Vietnam War vet, mm-hmm. and his uh, family gets killed, so he starts going after the Mafia. Okay. And then in the 80s, um, they rewrite him as a spy. They, the government captures him, and he goes after the Russians, or the Soviets at the time. Okay. So in the 70s, the Punisher was originally a um, Spider-Man enemy. Oh yeah, and yeah. It, they were very blatant that they were ripping this off the the Mac Bullen books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I remember in like some book I have about Marvel through the ages and whatnot. There's like the cover that has uh, the Punisher and what you know shows the Punisher with a rifle and then Spider Man in his sights, like in the background, and like ooh. Like that, I remember being like a teenager and being like, oh my god, I have to read that in the episode where Hulk and the Wolverine fight. And then you read them and you're like, oh, they just didn't put that much effort in. Why is there so many ads for like selling seeds and (laughs) magazines? But yeah, (laughs) bubble yum, bubble yum. So I'm, I'm really, if you can tell by the tone of my voice, I am really excited for WandaVision. Yeah. And you know what we get in a couple of months? What's that? We get Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh. We get a new TV series with the original cast. Uh-huh. And it looks, I mean, we don't have a lot of clues, but the few previews I've seen have amazing, including that sort of mutant island, uh, Mariposia or whatever I can't now, oh yeah, yeah, Mariposa like, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that that apparently is going to be there. Huh. And so these two guys, that the only thing that really connects them is that they really cared about this guy who's dead or, or gone from this universe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Basically, go on secret missions, and it looks more of a spy level. And this is where you know, where you know Falcon becomes Captain America apparently. Huh. And that's coming out, I think, March. Cool, cool, very cool. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just like uh, trying to think of any, any Marvel stuff that I've like, I, I've generally like a lot of Marvel stuff that deals with space stuff so far. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's space stuff in it. Oh, sure, I'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy or <laughs> Planet Hulk or uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok or yeah, Thor Ragnarok. But Planet Hulk, Hulk Light. But yeah, uh, <laughs> those 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 are the ones I tend to like. The uh, more comedic, spacey ones, I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, we're going to get... So the, I'm not sure what... COVID is just sort of messing up with the release dates. Yeah. I mean, first of all, people are listening. That's the least of the problem with COVID. <laughs> Absolutely, I admit that. I mean, I'm not putting you know something such tragic, but but hey, on the other side, first time since oh, since uh, November, every state has progressed and gotten better mat- metrics on yeah. COVID. So yeah. hey, there's that. There is that. But, yeah, COVID is one of the things is that they're they're really sort of not sure with some of these release dates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how they're going to release them. Yeah, yeah. But I was going to say, I, I think you're going to like um, Thor, uh, I think it's Love and War. Uh-huh. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is, is coming out. Okay. I don't know if I liked 2 that much, but I did like uh, the first one. I liked Black Panther. Uh, I remember liking uh, Captain Marvel a lot. And... Uh, and then I was going to be like, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's not a MCU movie. That's a Sony. <laughs> that's an well, well movie. now it's, it's all it's all free game as far as I know. OK, cool, cool. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty awesome. So, hey, let's because we have it. You know what the next we haven't talked about Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. Do you know what do you know what um, the next Doctor Strange movie is going to be called? No. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Whoa, that's cool. And, and, yeah, and that they're going to be bringing in, my understanding is a lot of sort of horror stuff, and that WandaVision is going to feed into this. Oh, nice. Very nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. I love uh, cosmic horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's there's a very good chance that we're gonna get a lot of um oh a lot of cosmic horror factors uh, in the um um oh in, in the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. and I don't suppose you've heard who's going to be directing it. No. Uh, Sam Raimi. Oh, cool. So you know he's got he's got both superhero and horror chops. Yeah, Dave and DB talk about comics, but yeah. yeah. So let's uh, let's let's close the door on this chapter, and we'll talk about comics and MCU and all kinds of cool stuff like that at some point in time in the future. Um, yeah, no, uh, just think of uh, that future episode. Think of that meme of Wolverine looking at the frame, and in that frame, it's a future episode. (laughs) Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Radio Free Oleander, 1130 AM, KZOM, Oleander, Oregon. We're here for you, community radio. If you want to be a part of it, contact us. We are looking for people to interview and talk to and have on the show. If you live in town, if you want to talk to us, feel free. And uh, if you live in town, you can just come down to the studio and drop off some audio or contact me and Dave. Leave a note at the studio. We'll pick it up one of these days. And everyone who's been sending us stuff, thank you so much. Uh, We'll read it all on the air. We'll have a mailbag episode sooner than later. So if you want to get in on that, let us know. And remember, sometime in March, we're going to be talking about gnomish, gnomish contraptions, gnomish inventions. What was that that we were going to do? 
I believe we gnome science. Gnome science. Ooh, yeah. So if you've gnome got any science, gnome science. <laughs> if you've got any ideas for gnomish contraptions, gnome science stuff like that, in your D and D campaign or what we should put in our D and D campaign, let us know. And also go to pgttcm.com. Go to the shop, buy a t-shirt, buy a poster, buy a mug, buy some stickers. Uh, help keep this show afloat. And if you're a sponsor, if you want to sponsor us, if you want to buy some ad space, if you're a cool podcast and you just want to swap ads, talk to us. So, yeah, we'll talk to you in the future. Dave, do you have anything to say before I uh, hit stop? I hope you are all well. You're listening to KZON, only on your public radio. Only on Featuring all your favorite monsters. You won't believe your ears when you listen to Monster Kid Radio. Here your host, Derek M. Cook, and his ever-rotating stable of guests discuss your favorite classics and sometimes not-so-classic monster movies. Subscribe to Monster Kid Radio through iTunes or Stitcher, or visit monsterkidradio.net before the next weekly episode of Monster Kid Radio. Go through the archives for interviews with Sarah Karloff, Victoria Price, and Joel Hodson. Listen to discussions about movies like Creature from the Black Lagoon, Island of Terror, and King Kong. And don't forget convention coverage from Monster Bash and the H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival, Classic Monsters, Modern Talk, and the head of Rondo Hatton, only on Monster Kid Radio. The Necrocasticon, where we blend horror and metal for your pleasure, and ours, with special guests from horror and metal, with host Smoke and Walt Ball, ah! Thomas R. Clark, Mr. Scott Reacts, you don't have to pay for it, which I think is ridiculous. Sergeant Fury Dan Roberts, and Uncle Skip Novak, train, train. and where can you find the Necrocasticon, Sergeant Fury, wherever you get your fine-ass podcast, Mondays on Project Entertainment Network, 